wow, this is so powerful because a lot of times we can fall into the big feeling like a victim in many ways. And our team members can feel like that because we haven't equipped them with what is important to know. And that's why it's so important to know what is the data? What is the information that needs to flow to you? When does it need to flow to you? How does it need to flow to you? Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Dr. Pete Camiolo here. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. We're co-hosts and we are honored to be with you. What an amazing gift it is to be a chiropractor. You know, we say that we're in the business of saving lives and when business is good, everybody wins. We're here to help you win and win big. We just came off a series talking about winning, talking about what's important now, what's important next. It's about a win-win culture. That's what we're focusing on creating. We talked about the importance of step one in the process is planning, right? So you've got to plan if you're going to execute well and you're going to see the outcomes that you desire in your, in your, in your business and your life. Today, we're going to talk about the next part of that process, which is preparation. Before I jump into that, Last episode, we got a lot of amazing feedback from, from you, our listeners, and I want to just flash this on the screen. If you're seeing this on the screen, this is a, an example of the project planner. Everybody was asking about how do we get our hands on a tool like that? So we're going to give you that tool so you'll be able to download that and so you'll have access to that if you go to the remarkablepractice.com forward slash podcast, the remarkablepractice.com forward slash podcast. On that page, you're going to see that tool. You can download the PDF and you'll have it uh, in your inbox for you. That's our gift to you as a listener. Thank you for that. If you want to share that with your colleagues, share that tool with them. Hey, also remind them to listen to that episode because it'll give a little bit more context to it. And if you have any questions about how to use it, message myself or Dr. Stephen. We're happy to to uh, to help you with that if you need some help implementing that tool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this this format is great. And you saw you said if we can flash it on the screen, people are like um, it's a podcast, guys. Well, we actually broadcast on YouTube as well, uh, so you can check us out if you want to watch us on YouTube. So that that's available to you as well. So um, I love giving away tools like that, and we like to hear the feedback from you guys as to what you're looking for, right? So we love it when people respond to something and be like, "Oh man, I want to get my hands on that 90 day project planner. What's that CEO tool you were talking about, and how do I get that?" Of course, you know it's part of the Remarkable CEO program, but we we want to make it easier for you guys to be more successful, right? So that's why we're here. This is what we're doing. So let us know if something resonates with you. We can we can provide tools. We can go, we can double click on it and go deeper. Um, and this is definitely something that resonated. Uh, so as we talked about this progression of from planning to preparing, to executing, to assessing, right? It's, it's prep, it's, it's planning, it's preparation, it's execution and assessing, right? So we, on the, on the last episode, we really drilled down on the planning part of it with the 90 day planner today. We're going to talk about preparation and here's what I know. So with all the docs that we talked to, uh, Dr. Pete, I'm sure you agree with me on this is like they, they, when you ask them, you know, what is it going to take for them to reach their goals? What do they really want? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? They start talking about things like clarity. Like I really, you know, I really want, I need more clarity, right? So that's a big one. Then you hear peace of mind or present time consciousness. You, you hear about presence. I want to be more present, right? Or <laughs> productive. I want more productivity, right? So what you guys got to recognize here is all of that is fruit, Okay. All of that is fruit. You can't just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to have more clarity. Ready? Go. Now. That's it. I've decided. I no longer lack clarity. I'm no, I'm no longer going to have wonkiness. 
I'm going to have total clarity starting now, right? So you go, you can't do that, right? That's what you have to recognize is it's, it's a fruit of labor and it's really the fruit of hard work, right? And the hard work really is the bridge to help you get what you want. And we're here to make that hard work easier for you, okay? So it's ultimately preparation, right? So clarity is the fruit of preparation. Productivity is the fruit of preparation, right? So we want to talk to you as CEOs and say, listen, you cannot get bogged down and trapped in execution all the time. You have got to squirrel away. You have got to document. You have got to reserve. You've got to claim territory on your schedule. This is the time where I am focused on planning and preparation because preparation is what's going to set you up for it proceeds the clarity, the peace of mind, the presence, and the productivity that you seek. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Steven, you we we we've been hitting on this, and this is so powerful. And I want to I want to shine the light on two things you said. Number one is the the power of the schedule. That's number one, and and we actually talked about the in the last episode. And number two is the the importance of the identity shift. Okay, so one is the schedule. You know, if 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 you really are committed to the outcomes that you desire in your life, the vision we talked about on, on the previous episode, Dr. Stephen, you talked about your vision when you were in practice and how your vision drove you to, towards moving in a new direction. And so there was very specific things that had to change in your life, who you needed to become changed, how you were being changed, the behaviors that you you were doing changed, who you surround yourself with changed. All these things were were, were adjusted because of that vision. So again, you had a plan, but then you had to prepare and you had to put the work in. There was a lot of steps to get there. And that's where I would say, show me your schedule. So the first thing that is from accountability standpoint is that if it's not written down and doesn't exist, this has to be scheduled out. Planning, preparation, those things have to be in your schedule. Don't just be like, well, I'm going to use the white space in my schedule. No, the white space will get filled up with other stuff really, really fast. Other executing things like going to the store or watching TV or doing you know, working out is things that are good. But if you don't actually, um, you actually don't devote the time. You know, one of my mentors, Ben Lerner, he said, solid yellow lines, right? He always talked about that, you know, put solid yellow lines around the things that are most important, which means no encroachment, right? No encroaching on there. It's important that we do that. Second thing is you, when you were talking that, that shift that where you go from focusing on execution only or mostly which is really the owner-operator way of being, their way of, of operating and thinking to the planning and preparation and seeing that as being my highest, best use of my time. That's a shift in identity where we start to see the value in it. We start to use things like leverage. Right? We leverage our time, energy, focus, and money. We do that by delegation and by planning and preparation organization that drives outcome. It's a different shift. That's the identity shift, Doc. That I think we all have to go through continuously as you're listening. That's going to be a big shift for you. So I'm going to double click on two things you just said there. So the first one, when you're talking about making sure you have double yellow lines around, you know, hey, I should be focusing on doing my work right now versus shopping or, you know, watching television or doing all those other awesome things that, you know, that's all part of life. But uh, at the end of the day, it is about carving out that time and, and mastering your schedule and what I consider focus mastery versus time management, right? So mastering, this is based on my calendar. I'm claiming this territory for this is what I'm going to be focused on in this time. 
Let's get let's get even more specific than that because it's not just put del, double yellow lines, lines around the time that this is work time. Let's go deeper there and say, what are you working on, right? So that's that's when you go next level, right? So that's the importance of the previous episode when we talked about that 90-day action plan, right? So when we look at the job description of a CEO as vision casting, what's important now, what's important next, right? So that's what what's important now, what's important next means, guys. It's establishing this discipline to say, listen, I know that's important, but it's not important now. What's important now, now is ABC. Yeah. What's important next is X, Y, Z. So this is a discipline thing, guys. So it's not just, hey, I have the discipline. I don't go shopping. I don't watch TV. I don't own a TV, okay? All right, now let's go deeper because you're a CEO. Let's talk about it, what's important now, and then what's important next, and having total clarity around both of those things, all right? So go back and listen to the last episode if you haven't dialed that in yet, or you know that's a lifelong pursuit, right? This is fitness. We're always trying to get better at that one. Now let's talk about that identity shift, right? So what you just talked about there is huge and people have to recognize this. So once again, shining a bright light on the differentiation from the owner operator and the CEO, that owner operator, here's what I know from coming off. This is actually very organic. came out of um, the mastermind calls from this week. One of my mastermind groups, I'm looking around this group of just really smart, talented, driven people that are all on purpose and on mission really successful, right? Quote, 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 unquote, successful, but looking to go next level. What I recognized was every single one of us, including myself uh, on the line, we're the kings of wing. We can wing it, right? So God has given you so much talent. You've worked so hard and built so much skill. You have boundless energy and you're driven and excited to go after it, right? So you're happy to wing it, right? So, and we've gotten away with that, right? So many of us have enjoyed ex- you know, some is success or even extraordinary success winging it. Okay. But here's the truth. Here's the truth. Winging it is not scalable. It's not durable and it's definitely not transferable. Okay. So winging it, if you're the king of wing, the king of wing owns a job. Okay. A CEO plans and prepares. Okay. So the plan, the bridge to go from being that owner operator to being that CEO is planning and preparation. You know, you you said this and I wanted to emphasize the objectives of the CEO. So it is vision casting, okay? Which is interesting because that was the first part of the project planner was what's the vision? Where are we going? What's the dent we're going to make in the universe? What's the dent we're going to make in our local community here? What's the reason why we exist? Why do I show up on Monday? Why do I here on Thursday evening till seven o'clock? Like you got to be able to, you got to be able to answer the question why at any moment during the day. Like if I just airdropped in your office and took one of your CAs aside randomly, totally random. And I simply said, why are you here right now doing the exact thing you did? But I came in, you were doing this. Why? That why should connect me. I should be able to tie that why, that task directly to this outcome, Right it should drive me towards that. If I come in and they're like, you know, checking their Facebook page or whatever, but that's not part, right? So you see the incongruency there. Well, the same is true in your life. If I'm looking at you as a CEO and I, and I airdrop in and say, what are you doing right now? Right? Because it really boils down to action. So what are you doing right now? It's like, well, I'm doing this. Like, okay, how is that behavior, that action? How is that activity driving you towards this? Well, it isn't. Okay, so it's not. No, no, it's not. Okay. So that's where this comes, comes true. So that's number one is vision casting helps direct your energy to, which is objective number two. 
what's important right now? So I'd airdrop in. What are you doing right now? <laughs> and then, and then the second part is what's important next. What I wanted to say, Dr. Stephen, it's an and conversation, not an or conversation. It's what's important now and what's important next. The CEO is responsible for both, both now and next. Whereas a lot of your team members are going to be more focused on now. And that's where they should be focused. You have to, as a CEO, be able to do both now and next, which is why you have to have time to plan and be preparing. You have to have that time. Yeah. I mean, you can't do the outcomes you're looking for. You can't do outcomes. You do process, right? So the process produces outcomes. You're going to get some outcomes, gang. <laughs> you're going to have, no matter what you do, it's a question of what outcomes are you trying to accomplish and what does it take to accomplish those? If you tell me you want greater clarity, if you tell me you want better focus, if you tell me that you want better productivity and from you and your team, you better be super clear around the preparation that it's going to take to drive that. I love what you said the last time about one hour preparation. I love to say that one hour preparation creates 1000 hours of productivity, right? So I, I'm looking for not 10 X. I want a 1000 X this thing, right? So think about it. One, one hour preparation leads to 1000 hours of productivity. One hour preparation leads to 1000 hours of excellence. It, think about that. That's, that's what it comes down to. And for you and for your team, so double click on that again, Dr. Pete, when you talk about, you know, you walk up to a team member, cause let's make this hit the ground. Like, what am I going to do with this now on Monday? Right. On Monday, you walk up to a team member and it's not just why are you doing that right now? It's why are you doing that right now? <laughs> Listen to the question, right? That's like, well, wait a minute. I'm not just checking my Facebook page. I'm not, I'm not goofing off. I'm, um, I'm actually calling a bunch of people who have missed appointments. I'm like, Okay, right action, wrong time. This is prime time, okay? The house is full with people who are actually in integrity. They're compliant. They're following their schedule. And that is your number one focus right now. You need to be focusing on the human being in front of you, the next human being that walks in the door, starting and or ending a communication cycle, either greeting a person and getting them in flow and recognizing them for being there and making their health a priority or checking out a person and promoting the next, uh, you know, dinner talk or event in the practice or asking them to get their kids checked. That's where I want your focus right now, not on chasing down people or skipping missing appointments. So this is, this gets really myopic really fast, but I want to make sure that you understand that this is a ninja level skill set that a CEO can transfer into their office manager, their integrator, their team captain, what's that, what have you. This is what's important now. And although that activity that you're doing right now, doing the recalls, that's what's important next. We have time set aside on the cal calendar to be doing that. So bring this language into your practice, gang. This is, this is not just a CEO conversation. We need to grow up out of that owner-operator role. We need to grow into our CEO role. CEOs set culture, and the culture of what's important now, what's important next is up to you. Yeah, so Dr. You, we, we talked about this is there's four steps in the sequence. So there's planning, there's preparing, there's execution, and then there's assessing. Now, I want to just, I want to I focus a little bit on the assessing process part, Dr. Stephen, with you, and I'm going to ask you about your, how you're doing um, preparation. Okay. Cause so I want to, I want to make this actionable and practical right now. So, but I want to connect it to assessing. How do you leverage the assessing process and have that contribute to your planning process? Does that make sense? So Absolutely. How do you interpret the data, what you're assessing, the outcomes, the, the results, 
how are you leveraging the outcomes doc with your planning and your preparation process? Well, you and I had this conversation offline, but it's important, I think, to bring it here is that owner operators think linearly, right? So it's like I start with planning and then I move into preparation and then I spend my time in execution. And then maybe if I have time, I'll do assessing. Okay. So that's a linear progression as a start, stop, starting line, finish line. CEOs think in a circular fo- fa- fa- fashion, but it's in an upward spiral, right? So the you have the planning and then the preparation, and then you have the execution. Then you have the assessing, the assessing, which informs the next stage of planning, preparation, execution, and assessing, right? And now we have this upward spiral as the organization is growing. So it is, it is a circular thing, but even stronger than that, it's an upward spiral for the organization. The assessing is a critical component when it comes to the next set of planning and preparation. I mean, what the hell are we doing here if we're not lifting our head up and saying, all right, so um, what, what are the outcomes we're getting from the execution side of things, right? So this is where metrics are so critically important. I like to say you don't get what you want, you get what you measure. So the question is, is what are you measuring? And what type of reporting system do you have in place? What type of visibility do you have into your business, right? So that you're making informed decisions, not emotional ones. We don't want to be managing things situationally, like situational management or what I call situational management, which is where you're just going on emotion. I want you to be, I want to, I want you to use your gut for sure. God gives us that GPS system, that God's positioning system. That's what our gut is, our instinct, right? And that's, that's generational wisdom, I believe, that's vibrating inside of you, right? So you've got to be one part gut, one part data, right? Or maybe one part gut, two parts data, right? So who cares what I think? What does the data say? You want to have visibility into that business. If you want to grow your business, you got to know your business. And that requires stats, metrics, reporting systems, and visibility into that business, right? So it's train, then trust, trust, but verify. How do we trust, but verify? It's through reporting systems, measurement, right? And having visibility into that. And remember, CEOs have information flow to them. You don't go looking for it. You don't spend a weekend being like, oh man, I got to I gotta take a look at what's going on in my business. I'm going to spend this whole weekend digging through stats and reports and day sheets and oh my goodness, are you kidding me? That stuff has to be prepared for you like specifically and it has to live in these reports that are pushed to you. You don't go looking for them. My teams know if I have to go looking for a stat, I'm already pissed. Yeah. Again, this is such an important concept because if it's too painful and too difficult and too hard, it's not going to happen. We always say business is organized. Not, it's not hard. It has to be organized. And that includes the, the collection of the data, the assessments. What, what is the content? What are the results? What are the metrics? What are the things you need to know and want to know? What's going to help you prepare for the next week, the next team meeting, the next team training, the next marketing event, the next dinner, the next workshop, the next quarter, the next, right? You, whatever. What's important next, right? So you're planning and preparing for the next from so we gather the data from the present from the past from history right i say we learn from history so we can create our destiny so we want to create a better future we learn from our past and so you take that data it comes to you it's so important and this is wow this is so powerful because a lot of times we can fall into the vic feeling like a victim in many ways and our team members can feel like that because we haven't equipped them with what is important to know. And that's why it's so important to know what is the data? What is the information that needs to flow to you? When does it need to flow to you? How does it need to flow to you? All that is very important to define and who it is that is is delivering you the data. All of that's very important. As a CEO, you decide and you work with your team to decide how's that going to happen? When's that going to happen? Who's going to do it? 
what exactly is the context? And then what's going to happen from that? That's the other thing. So you go plan, prepare, prepare, execute. There's a gap. You know, I remember um, we went to one of the largest churches in America. It's called Elevation Church out in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And they've got campuses now all over the world. And we went and did a leadership training with them back in, you know, it was like five or six or eight years ago now. And I remember what he said was, he said, you live and you die in transitions. He said, because we're in the performance, we're putting on this performance. We have thousands of people coming to multiple services every weekend. We're, we're live streaming them. I mean, we've got to be on point. I mean, everything is scripted. Everything is organized and it needs to feel so good and so fresh. It's organic. And each, each service needs to feel like it's the first service. And it's like the most amazing thing. And he said, just what we've learned is it's all about the, tra- we focus all of our energy on the transitions. We live and we die in transition. So there's a transition between planning and preparing. There's a transition between preparing and executing. There's a transition from executing to assessing and from assessing to planning again and preparing again. So there's this transition. And what you just talked about, Stephen, was the transition, which is the transfer of information from one person to another person, how that's being done, and then what happens with it from there. And then once I have that information, where does that go from here? That's the following up, the following through. Such a big part. And it has to be organized. Otherwise, it's hard. And if it's hard, it's not sustainable. It's not going to keep happening. And that's where I think maybe a lot of the docs, you know, maybe you who are listening, you haven't been doing this. Or you've done it for a while. You do a version of it. But it could be better. We all can improve. I'm going to be the first person to raise my hand and say, we could be, I can be better at this. We can all be better. So, Dr. Steven, is there any tools that you would recommend? Yeah, I was just going to say that, Dr. B, is like, you know, so a lot of docs are probably thinking, it's like, okay, so what does that look like and and how does that hit the ground? And that can, we could probably dedicate a whole episode to just unpacking that. You guys let us know if that's something that you'd like to see. I mean, I know that that there's there's no shortage of thought leaders out there that share with you their morning power hour or the hour of power or this is my morning rituals or this is how I prepare and plan for my day. But I've always found that to be really compelling. So maybe we'll do an episode on that if you guys want to hear. But, you know, for me, um, I love technology, right? But for this part of my life, really, what's what's old is new, right? So I love old school cool on this is is I have my legal pads. (laughs) I have my, for anybody who knows me and has been with me personally, um, you know what I do. <laughs> you know I have. You know, I'm always. I always have my three legal pads. Look at that today. Right, like I'm holding this up to the camera so you guys can hear it. <laughs> this week, right, uh, and this month, right. So it's like I have my three legal pads, and I am neurotic, so I always have my papermate sharp writer pencil. Sorry, Surfrider Foundation. That's not good for the environment. But man, I have to use these pencils, right? I don't know what it is. Sharp pencil, sharp mind. And this has been a twenty year ritual. 20 years I've been doing this. I have stacks and stacks and stacks of these. It's like literally I have a bookshelf full of these stacks. It is today, this week, this month, right? And it's and it works. Um, this is my preparation. And of course, I've got my CEO journal, right? So my CEO journal helps me stay focused on the bigger picture of making sure, all right, I know exactly what my 10-year view is, my five-year view, my three-year plan, my one-year plan, my 90-day plan, what my goals are. You know, so th- these are tools. And if it's not written down, it doesn't exist. If I, I mean, I can't lay in bed past 5 a.m. I can't do it, right? I can't do it because when, I'm, when I wake up, I'm like, my brain starts going and I'm like, I got to write that down. I got to get this written down. And it's like, I download from my mind onto these pads of paper. Uh, and this system 
this week to today, this week, this month just works so beautifully for me. And, you know, uh, one key thing is um, in the columns, what you'll see is initials, right? Off to the side, the initials is the key team player that I'm going to either work with on this or delegate it to, right? So I'm organizing myself, I'm organizing the action steps, I'm organizing the person that I'm going to communicate with. And then I've got a separate and distinct pad for each one of those players on my team for our team meeting. So as I meet with my leadership team, I transcribe those notes onto their pad and then I can just walk through that. So everything else I do is totally digitally, uh, you know, especially my calendar. I live and die my, by my calendar, which I think is the third part in this trifecta of, of planning and preparation as far as my, for, on an organizational level. Um, I live and die by my calendar. I live and die by my calendar. So uh, if it's on my calendar, it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, you should be calling 911 because there's a problem, right? If it's not on my calendar, don't count on me doing it or being there. It's like, it's got to be on my calendar. Uh, and uh, you could ask uh, my COO that, you could ask my executive assistant that, you could ask my wife and kids that, you better put it on daddy's calendar. If it's there, he'll be there. If it's not there, we're dead in the water. So what you're saying is that the tool is a legal pad. So we don't need to give you a tool. We're not going to give a giveaway. Guys, you can go to your local, any store, and you can pick up one of those. Uh, amazing just to hear you. And, and we did get a request, though, Dr. Stephen, for this tool. I'm holding it up again uh, on, the, on the camera here. Uh, if, you, if you want to have the access to the tool that we talked about in the last episode, we can't give you the yellow legal pads, but you can get those yourself. But we will give you uh, the, the CEO 90-day project planner. Um, you can download that if you go the, to our website, theremarkablepractice.com forward slash podcast, theremarkablepractice.com forward slash podcast. Remember, docs, you know, you're in the business of saving lives. And when business is good, everybody wins. That's why it's so important that you plan, you prepare, you execute, and you assess. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.